Hey, Jesus Time family. Welcome back to Jesus Time. I'm your host, Gisela Lou, and we talk about what Jesus tells us in our times with him. And it's always good. It's always good, even if it's uncomfortable or difficult or challenging to what we think we know. But today, it's just good, good. (laughs) And you know how sometimes you just go into the word and you dig in and you see the face of God because the word is alive. And other times you kind of go to a message or hear a teaching and you're listening and the speaker kind of connects the truths of God and you, wow, you really get something. So my Jesus time today happened when both of those worlds came together a little bit. Uh, I went to a friend's teaching on becoming a woman of integrity and this particular section on this particular day she talked about obedience and I was struck by her example by how God worked in her life because of her obedience and we'll share that in a minute because it was incredible but that took me to a portion of scripture which I had heard before and never connected with. But because of this teaching, I was drawn to this portion of scripture and in digging in, wow, oh my goodness, it's so exciting. And I just feel I know God better because of this. And I want to share it with you guys. So my Jesus time. So we're going to look in 1 John chapter 5. And we're going to start in verse 2. And it says this, and I'm reading out of the um, Holman Christian Standard Bible. This is how we know that we love God's children when we love God and obey his commands. For this is what love for God is to keep his commands. Now, his commands are not a burden. Because whatever has been born of God conquers the world. This is the victory that has conquered the world, our faith. And who is the one who conquers the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? So we finished up at verse 5. So I had read this in other versions before. You may have too. And I always remember the, I think it was um, ESV or NASV versions where it talked about the commands of God were not burdensome. And I thought, for the longest time, but Lord, they kind of are. (laughs) I mean, it is always a battle against my flesh when I see God's word and my flesh wants to do something else. And God's word says this, and my spirit agrees because God's Holy Spirit lives in me through Jesus. But sometimes it is a burden and it's hard. And sometimes, and this is something that as I dug in, I, God was showing me, even when we love people, we feel that loving people should look a certain way. And our world has a lot to say about how people should be loved. You can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes. But God tells us how to love God's children. It's by 
loving God and obeying his commands. So that was something else that struck me because I'm not going to get into what the world says. I don't think we need to spend any time on that. If we live in the world, we are aware. But God makes it really clear here that part of loving him and loving his kids means obedience, obedience to him. And that obedience is not burdensome. But what if it is? So I think I had been thinking about obedience wrong or maybe not wrong, maybe incompletely. And this is where my friend's teaching comes in and really, really helped. So in in my friend's teaching, she shared this story about a time in her life where, and this is her quote, where my flesh and my knowledge crashed up against God's word. And I had to decide what I was going to do. Guys, (laughs) how many times have we had what we think and feel and want and understand crash against God's words? Those are key decision moments. So my friend is from a different country and her mom is still over there. And years ago, her mom, because of circumstances we won't go into, was in danger. There were two men outside of her apartment building sent there by, we will just say, a very, very bad guy leader. They were there to kill her and they were waiting outside her apartment in this other country to kill her. Now, because of some passport and legal issues that were no fault of her own uh, and out of her control, she cannot legally come to this country. She could not then, she cannot now. So she's stuck in this dangerous place ready to be killed by these men outside her home. And my friend is in this country praying, asking God, what do I do? Well, an acquaintance of hers says, hey, I can get your mother into this country illegally. You just need to let me know what you want to do. So my friend is torn. She talks to her pastor and her pastor says to her, hey, this is the life of your mom. I understand. But it, it did not sit well with her, even though she was, as you can imagine, horrified and terrified. This is her mom. And they're close and she loves her mom. But she sought the Lord and she went into the Word and she started reading the verses about obedience and even obedience to authority how we are to submit ourselves to the governing authorities. And you guys, I don't know how she was able to make this decision other than God led her there with great clarity, great peace and assurance that this is what he wanted her to do is to abide by the law in this circumstance. And so that's what she did. She told this guy, no, we're not going to do this illegally. And so she prayed more, of course, for her mom's safety. And within 
not that long, guys. We're talking maybe days. <laughs> this uh, leader bad guy changed his mind or something. The two men outside of her mother's apartment building just left. It was done. She was no longer in danger. No longer in danger. It was done, you guys. And I was like, what? What? How does that happen? And in my brain, I thought, you know what, Lord, I wonder if you would have had her come to this country illegally or not if you would have, but if my friend would have made that decision, which everyone understood because it's your mom's life. Who is to say these bad men, these dangerous men would not have come after her and killed her in this country? We don't know. We don't know. And hearing this story of obedience, I was struck with a new understanding, a a more complete understanding of obedience. You are not up there, Lord, wagging your finger at us saying, girl, you better, or if not, I'm going to get you. That is not your posture, Lord. (laughs) And you guys, I felt like, and I felt like, God was saying to everyone who heard this teaching, if you radically obey me, I will radically move on your behalf. If you radically obey me, I will radically move on your behalf. You guys, what if the complete picture of obedience is not just, we have to do it because God is God and he can smite us or spank us or take away our toys but what if obedience is an invitation to trust and what if that trust unlocks a deeper understanding of who God is and what if that obedience unveils a clearer picture of who God is to us how he loves us how he wants to work in our lives how he will work in our lives. Can you imagine what that did to my friend's faith and her knowledge of God and what every other difficult decision in her life looks like because of that experience with God and obedience to God? That's incredible. That's incredible. She knows that she knows that she knows that no matter how difficult things are, God is present and God has got it. And she can obey with complete trust because of who God is. Guys, that is an obedience that is not burdensome. That is an obedience that invites me and is exciting to do. It's an obedience where I'm excited to love my brothers and sisters by obeying God because I know God's got it. I know God's way is not just better, but complete, but perfect. And just, (laughs) and just because our God is extra, the story doesn't end there. And my friends sharing this, I spoke to a young gal who was also in this teaching, a brand new believer. And figuring things out, guys. I mean, we're all figuring things out. But we talked after and we're like, oh, yeah, the teaching was good. And we were super excited. But then she shared how she was struggling. And 
She had gone to this party and was drinking and didn't really want to, but she didn't know people and it was awkward and kind of didn't up, end up in a good place. And I was like, you know what, honey, you're okay. Um, I know that's not what God wants for you, but um, Jesus is your savior. That means all that is on the cross and it's crucified and it's dead and you're clean. And then we just kept talking. And and then I, I thought, you know what? I wonder if, because you're not 21, I was, I was telling her, I wonder if you chose to obey God in this small thing and just not drink anymore. What would God do? How would God radically show himself in your life? And you know, she looked at me and she's like, I never even thought about that. Her response was excitement. And without me even saying anything else, she said, you know what? I'm just not even going to go to those parties anymore. Guys, obedience framed this way, framed as an invitation to trust and know God and see God work on our behalf gets a really different response than, well, you better. Well, God says to you, well, this is the right thing to do. Shame, shame on you if you don't. So I think this is what God means in 1 John 5 when he talks about his commands not being burdensome. So I hope you guys are encouraged. I hope you are excited to obey whatever it is God says to you today in your Jesus time. And I hope that we can share our stories with each other. The next time you see me, I'd love to hear um, your story of obedience and how God worked on your behalf as well. I love you guys so much. God bless.